Hey, it's Monique. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to episode 38 of the podcast. I have, as promised, a new interview for you. And as much as I love doing the solo ones and just like yak, yak, yak to you about my life and how this transition looks for me as far as being a vegan with my family, I know from my own experience how important the conversations are, how important it is to have other people on the podcast to share their experiences as well. And today I have Jamel on the show and I'm really wanted to have him on because he has a vegan restaurant, a vegan business. And I think it's so important to show how you can transition into a vegan lifestyle and still, um, you know, find so much passion in this lifestyle and then decide to turn it into a business. And I feel like that's the same thing that happened to me. So I love to talk to other people who also have a vegan business and we're going to talk about the food in his restaurant because I love talking about the food we're going to talk about his transition to a vegan lifestyle because he actually started off as a pescatarian which is a person of course who you know eats everything who eats uh dairy eats a lot of different things but doesn't eat you know pork or beef but still consumes like uh, seafood. So we're going to talk about uh, his transition from being a pescatarian to a vegetarian and then a vegan. I think one of the misconceptions is that you kind of have to do everything overnight. And even though I'm a vegan and I've been one for a while, I still think that it's okay to go ahead and slowly transition because I know that can be more relatable for a lot more people. You know, I don't ever feel like you have to do everything overnight. Of course, the end goal is to be vegan, of course, right? But it's okay to go ahead and start off as a pescatarian it's okay to start off as a vegetarian and continue to learn and grow from there you know don't feel like you have to do everything overnight so that's a big message that I want to share um based on this episode that's the biggest takeaway that I have for you so you can get all of the show notes and everything that I mentioned at brownvegan.com under episode 38 and without further ado let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation with Jamel All right, Jamel, thank you so much for being on the show. How are you today? I'm well, thank you, Monique. So, of course, I love to get the vegan stories because, you know, it'll help everybody move forward in their journeys when they find out how other people are doing it. So let's start off by letting me know why you decided to become a vegan. Well, I mean, my journey has been like uh, it's been like a process. I started off as a uh, pescatarian uh, around 2000, 2001. I did that for like uh, three or four years and I decided to go vegetarian. And um, I was vegetarian for three or four years, and I just decided to make the leap to to veganism. So how long have you been a vegan? Uh, It's been seven or eight years now. Seven or eight years. See, I like, you know, I think that's really interesting how you did it. And it was like a very gradual process for you. Um, Because the reason I say that is I think sometimes we discount where people start. We're like, oh, pescatarian, and then vegetarian, and then vegan. We think that you can, you have to just be a vegetarian. I mean, excuse right, me, right. you just have to be a vegan. You just, you're not allowed to go in steps. And I think it's fine to go in steps. So yeah, when, definitely. Yeah, did you decide to become a pescatarian for health reasons, or it was just something else that happened that you, you start really making you think about it? I just, you know, I, I'm kind of turned off by the, the, the thought of eating flesh. I don't know, it just kind of, I, I, I don't know. It kind of just didn't sit well with me. I mean... I would, I, like I said, I would eat fish, but just the thought of eating like beef, beef yeah, yeah, and pork chicken. or anything kind of just didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like how we go our whole lives and we eat that, like growing up, we eat all of this stuff and we don't really consider it. And then one day something just kind of clicks and you make it, di- it's like a disconnect this whole time. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, right. this doesn't make sense. Why am I eating this? Did you read something or it just all of a sudden it just came to you? It just kind of came to me and it was like the, the music I was listening to. Uh-huh. You know, I was listening to a lot of like Common Sense and uh, Dead Prez and 
Oh, you know, yeah. Wu-Tangs and whatnot. And I don't know. I just felt like they made a connection with me and felt like it was something that I wanted to to try. To give oh, a try. yeah, because a lot of them are vegans and vegetarians, especially Dead Prez. I know they are. Right. Yeah, they go hard. Uh-huh. When you were a vegetarian and a pescatarian, did you feel like you ate a lot of dairy during that uh, time? I did. I did. I, yeah. I came in front. Like, I know. I, me too. That's why I was wondering. <laughs> was like my hardest thing to, to give up was uh, the, the, the cheese. Yeah, because I feel like I put down the meat, but I picked up the cheese. I mean, Went hard on the extra hard right. on, the, on the dairy. Right. <laughs> so that's why the reason I want to know is because when you became a veg- vegan after all of that time, how was that transition? Like, I mean, did you replace your uh, dairy with other ingredients or you just got rid of everything? It just. I actually tried once prior to actually becoming vegan I tried and I it kind of fell off the the wagon I didn't keep up with it um, how, how long did that last the first time uh I, I want to say like a man I probably lasted five or six months maybe oh, okay and I had to go back for some fettuccine alfredo or something and and that was yeah. it that was right, it right. what were you doing during that five months did you like you know transition your your dairy to something else or you just got rid of it cold turkey or how did that look uh-huh. I went cold turkey and I didn't I didn't really look into the different um you know my different replacements that I could I could use two cheeses and whatnot. Right. I think this happens to a lot of people and then they feel like there's nothing to eat. Did you feel like you had nothing to eat? Is that why exactly. I was Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I think the replacements are so helpful, especially like if you go from like, you know, cow's milk to almond milk or like you said the cashew cheeses all of those things but if you don't know about it you can't do it. And I right. think sometimes yeah, that happens to a lot of us. Uh yeah, I I kind of just um yeah I would use replacements like I got a book uh it's called Vegan a Go Go by Sarah Kramer mm-hmm. just a little small book and it had like uh, just a list of different things you could do if you wanna you know for if you wanna supplement cheese or you know if you need an egg replacer you know just whatever you need to you know make these replacements in your life and then you felt better after that or how yeah yeah that's awesome any other resources that you use when you were transitioning any other books or i know dead press helped you i know that book helped you but was there anything else that you know any books or documentaries that you use man just the the, the web the interweb like that's pretty much that was a go-to like that was a big help just going online and doing a lot of Google doing and my everything. Googles. Yeah, your Googles, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I know that you have a restaurant. And I really want to talk about that because um, before we start recording, I kind of mentioned how the grind of a restaurant, I just could not imagine. Well, I kind of can't imagine, which is why I probably would never do one. So how did that come about? What made you decide to um, open your restaurant? Uh, we started out doing cookies. Um, I was making cookies here in my apartment. And uh, we, well, my partner, my partner, Shaim Swift, he uh, he's like an entrepreneur, like genius. He just took some some cookies down to like a local bodega here on Main Street, mm-hmm. Little Rock, downtown Little Rock. And uh, he got him in this green corner uh, bodega. And we did that for a couple of years. We just sold cookies out of a bodega and out of uh, this local restaurant called Boulevard Bread. That kind of, you know, picked up. We did a couple vendor uh, things like um, the soul food catering which is um, we have like a, a local raw catering couple ladies who do like a festival every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we, we did that a couple times and we just felt like it was time to kind of step out, step out on faith. And we got that opportunity to um, open up a spot in this little river market, this little market downtown. Is your partner a vegan too? 
Oh, uh, he's not. He's, he's not. not so your business partner is not a vegan. Okay, that is interesting. So he's like the brains, and you're like the food, right? Exactly. <laughs> I love it. But actually, you know, yeah. he's busy too. Like he does a lot of. You know what I'm saying, like, yo, he does like a lot of baking and. Man, he's nice with it. He gets busy also. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. so the cookies, because I love cookies, so I want to talk about that. <laughs> when you started the cookie, were they raw cookies or were they baked cookies? Oh, no, they're, they're, they're baked cookies. It's just uh, whole wheat flour, um, everyday chocolate. Oh, yeah. So was it like chocolate chip cookies? And yeah, what about chip cookies, like a cheesecake cookie. Ooh, yeah. Uh, lemon, like a uh, lemon poppy seed cookie. Uh-huh. So you yeah. would just package those up and make them look all pretty and put it in a bodega. Yeah. And how often did you guys do that? Weekly? Did you have to do a shipment there or how did that look? Yeah, we take them down weekly pretty much uh, and leave them there for like a week or so. Uh-huh. And see how it goes. So you said they had like a little section in the store that was set up for like more of the natural products too, right? Well, actually, we no? just put them like at the next to the register. Like mm-hmm. they allowed us to put them like, you know what I'm saying, right there, right by the register. So when people would go in and they were checking out, they see them. And we put like crazy uh, signage with the uh, crazy packaging. Like we had like Einstein on the package and we called them good ass vegan cookies. I love it. That stands <laughs> out. <laughs> okay. So when you would do that, did you have a prior relationship with the store owner or did you guys just kind of go in and just say, I have this product and I would like to put it here? How did that yeah, look? It was just, just going in and. That's what's up. Did they charge you a fee for that to, to rent the space in the store? They didn't. They just did it on the, the on the strength. Like it was just all love. People need to, you know what I'm saying, just go for it. Like, you know what I'm saying, if you got a, an idea, if you want to do something, like, yo, it, it's nothing wrong with just shooting a shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, all they can do is tell you no. Exactly. And just you, go for it. Yes. My dad always says if they tell you no, it's because they don't have enough information. So you got to make sure people know why, you know, they want to do something and then they'll be for it. Yes. I love that. I love to see you winning. And then so you saw that the cookies were taken off. You were like, okay. What's the next step after that? I know you guys opened up the store, you said, a couple of years after the cookie started. Yeah, so like I said, we would um, we move in at different uh, events. Uh, so like the local so, stuff? Like, did you do farmer's markets and stuff like that? We did a farmer's market a couple times. Um, we did the soul food catering. Uh, they do the Urban Raw Festival is what it's called every year. Mm-hmm. We did that a couple times. And uh, yeah, we just... Grew from there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what type of food do you serve in your... Okay, what year did you open your restaurant? You... Uh, it's been a year. It's been just a little over a year now. And what's the name of it? It's called The Veg. The Veg. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So what type of... What's the cuisine? Like, what do you guys serve in there? Is it soul food, like the catering, or is it something else? It's just, you know what I'm saying, just easy, simple foods. I mean, we do, like, barbecue nachos. We do um, a lobster fun. roll. Oh, what? Wait, wait, wait. What? Okay. What is this? <laughs> what's in this lobster roll? <laughs> And yo, I wish I could take credit for it, but it's Allende, Allende Uh-huh. I know you know about them. I'm, I do. Sure you're familiar. But yeah, um, it's Hearts of Palm. Hearts of Palm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that how what's the biggest selling um item on your menu right now? I would say our burger, our veggie burger and the uh the nachos. Okay. The barbecue nachos that you mentioned? Yeah. yeah. What's what's on this burger? The burger we do it's just uh, a black bean based burger and we put zucchini. Carrots, onions, man, cilantro, tahini paste. This is like a really good burger. Yeah. Do you guys um, serve it with like, what type of fries? Uh, sweet potato fries. Okay. See, this is, see, I'm <laughs> greedy. Look how greedy I am. I want to know the details of what, okay. <laughs> what about the barbecue nachos? What's in that? Uh, it's lentils and sweet potatoes and the, and the tomato sauce. Uh-huh. Put those over just corn chips. We uh, 
fry up our own chips. And uh, yeah, we just put greens, vegan sour cream, oh. barbecue sauce. Oh. <laughs> yes. Pico, salsa. Yeah, they're really good. They're really nice. Good. Okay, because I'm still on the menu. Okay, so what, <laughs> are any of the cookies that you used to sell at the bodega on the menu? Uh, we do just the, the chocolate chip cookie now. That's, just keep it strip, yeah, like basic. Yeah. yeah, that is awesome. So, because I know a lot of people want to start restaurants and, you know, like we talked about before, it's just a lot of work that goes, especially because you're still in the the, the developing. Exactly. You're still, yeah. you're still trying to see what's working for you. So it's a lot of work that goes, you know, into starting a restaurant. What is like the biggest challenge right now for you um, as far as running your business? Man, just... And uh, the the time and the energy, you know, and I work a, a second job, so it's uh, yeah, it's that's the the biggest. Just, yeah. That's that's the hardest part is, you know, just having the time and the energy to to uh, dedicate to your to your business to your baby, you know, but pretty much just to to grow it to get it to where you where you're trying to get it to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that being a big deal, especially like you said, since you have another job too. So it's just like balancing everything and making that work for you is probably a little a juggling act right now. Yeah, it is. It is. Very what about much so. your staff? Do you have like a lot of people in your that you can rely on to help you run the restaurant right now? Are you still kind of working yeah. that out too? We're we're crazy lean. It's just me and my partner. Like it's I just love. Us two. Wow, that's why then. That's why it's kind of hard to balance everything. Oh yeah. my goodness, I can see that. I mean, even if you didn't have the side, I mean, you had the second job, it still would seem like a lot of work. What about your suppliers though? As far as bringing in your food, was that like a a lot of work too? Getting suppliers to come in or come on board to help you? Oh, uh, not so much. Um, I mean, we we get a lot of produce from uh, like locally. Nice. So yeah, as as much as possible, we get local. We use local produce. Any uh, struggles with getting started? Because first of all, it's a vegan restaurant. It's like, is there a lot of vegan restaurants in Little Rock? Like, how's that look for you guys? Yeah, no, we're actually the the only vegan restaurant in Little Rock. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's been vegan restaurants prior, like uh, Oliver Patrick. Uh, he had a vegan restaurant uh, in the in the nineties. I'm not sure how long it lasted. I think we're the the most. I want to say every vegan restaurant that's opened up has closed down within a, like a year. Wow. Yeah. So we're trying to break that curse. Do you think? What do you think it is? It's just the perception of like vegan ill is healthy or ill. It's not. It's tasteless. What do you think the issue yeah, is? I, I think that's how a lot of people feel. But like I said, I think now people's uh, they're open. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot of people that. You wouldn't expect that are open to to eating vegan, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, with people like Beyonce championing, you know, vegan veganism, like you get a lot of people that wouldn't normally come to us, like rocking with us. Oh, okay. So a lot of people that come in there are not vegans. At this oh yeah, point. definitely. I say like, man, we probably get eighty five percent of our customers aren't vegan. Wow, that is awesome. That is really awesome. It's just people that are willing to, you know, try something new. And it's good food, you know? Yes, it sounds yes. like it's great food. So that's why. I don't care. And I think sometimes that's the hang up. And sometimes that V word makes people like run for the hills. They're like, yeah, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people feel like vegans are a lot of times, I guess, judgmental. I get a lot of that. Like they, they feel like we're judging them. Or I don't know. Like there's some sort of, I don't, I don't know. I just get a lot of people that feel like they need to... Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Explain right themselves. Now. Like they feel like, well, because I know a lot of people say they feel like we it, judge them. Uh-huh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that they, they, they come to us like on the on defense. Like they feel like they got to 
hit you with a blow before you hit them with a blow. Like I'm judging them because they eat meat. Uh, and that's oh. not the case. You know what? I noticed that too. Isn't that crazy? Like I don't, I think it's because they judge themselves. So they assume we're judging them because it's like, oh, I can't meet up to that standard. So like you said, let me get you before you get me. Right, right. Kind of thing. So what are some of the things that people say to you then? Like the other day I had somebody um, just, what was he saying? He, he was just telling me that vegans, uh, basically he was like, yo, I'm not, I don't eat that food. I don't, I don't rock with vegans because a lot of you guys talk about not eating meat, but you wear leather and what I got going on. Yeah. Like, uh, that is crazy. Was this someone in your restaurant or was just someone on the street? Yeah, this is somebody who was, we, we're actually in like a, a, a market hall. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a bunch of different vendors. It's the guy who was passing by. He stopped and we were talking for a second and I don't know how we got there, but yeah, that's, that's that, where he took it. That <laughs> is so random. Okay. So he came up, he said that. Did he end up getting anything to eat? Probably not. Yeah, no, he didn't. He didn't. But see how, okay. How did you respond to him? See, I'm so curious about this because I think, you know, even though people have these like, you know, preconceived notions of like what we do and how we interact with people. I think that if you came to him and you were like real cool, he may come back later or he may try something different because you showed him something different. You know what I mean? So what did you, how did you respond to that? Yeah, no, I just told him that, you know, that not all vegans are that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, and at the end of the day, it's, this is good food. Like Exactly. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it sounds like when you first got started with the pescatarianism, being a vegan, I mean, vegetarian and everything, that it was more so for health reasons. Do you feel like that's the case now for you? Um, is it more of like what he's saying? Are you more mindful about the um, animal rights or ethical perspective? Or is it more so just health for you being a vegan? It's um, health first and foremost. Um, I mean, but I have my times where I, you know, I kind of, I'm not the best. I don't do the best. Uh, I eat a lot of a junk. You know, you can be vegan and not eat the best diet. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, at times I, I go through that. But for the most part, I try to eat a pretty clean. I like that you said that about, you know, how sometimes it's just not the most perfect the way you eat. Sometimes you're eating some vegan junk food and you're, and I think that sometimes um, there's like this perception that you have to be like this perfectly clean eater all the time. And I'm just like, I wish that was the case for me. But like you said, it's not always like that, you know? And I mean, it's everything in moderation, you know? Absolutely. Like, you, know, you, gotta, you gotta treat yourself every now and again. Gotta- Absolutely. I think I treat myself a little too much, Jamal. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, well, that's why I was all into cookies. I'm like, wait, what's going on with these cookies? <laughs> Tell me more about that. <laughs> But yes, what tips would you give for someone who is just getting started? Like, what would you suggest they, you know, like you said, 85% of your, your um, clients, uh, your customers are not vegan and someone wants to know how to get started. What tips would you give them? First and foremost, don't, don't feel like there's like a, a set way to go about, like if you want to become vegan, there's no set, you know, route to getting to that destination. Like, yo, one person might go to the right, next person goes to the left, you know, there's many ways to to get to where you're trying to go just take your time uh don't worry about falling off if you fall off it's it's all good just get back up and start back over um yeah i mean it's so so true because you're living proof of that i mean if you if it wasn't for being a pescatarian or a vegetarian prior to becoming a vegan maybe you would have never gotten to this point so i love that you know embrace your own version of what this journey is going to be and don't feel like you have to do what everyone else is doing. Cause exactly. I, I think that's a huge pitfall for a lot of us that we're looking at other people and we're like, Ooh, they are just they making it, it this so- way. Exactly. They make it so effortless and yeah. look at me over here struggling. So don't <laughs> feel like that. anything else you would suggest to people who are getting started. 
man, interweb, books, uh, do your Googles. <laughs> do your Googles, yes. Because I'm sure the Googles help you get to, like you said, do your journey, but it also probably helped you a lot in business as well, right? It did, it did. Yeah. Well, what would you suggest for someone that's interested in starting um, maybe their own restaurant like you did, their own space like you have, or just like, you know, maybe any type of vegan-based product or service they want to do? What suggestions do you have for those people? I'll just figure out who you're marketing to, who you want to attract, who you're trying to market to. And don't, I want to say, don't alienate anybody. Try to incorporate everybody if you can. You know, I mean, even if you have a vegan cookie or whatever the the case is, uh, try to market it so that everybody's willing to to try it. And, you know, they don't feel like, yo, this is just for this portion of the population. It's just for this type of person. You're attracting non-vegans. And I'm sure that that's, I mean, that's that's everybody, right? Right, exactly. (laughs) So you're attracting everyone so that's awesome so you do you try to veganize by any i meant to ask you this before do you try to veganize any like popular meals to put on your menu or is it just pretty much you know the standard um like you have like the sandwiches and the nachos and things like that have you figured out a way to like maybe veganize like you know chicken and stuff like that on your menu or it's just pretty standard uh yes um i mean we've done like beyond meat we use beyond meat uh we do like um Hot dogs, corn dogs, chili dogs. Nice. So there's a lot of variety there. That's awesome. Awesome. You're in like this marketplace, right? It's kind of like this place where all these other businesses are. So you don't really probably have a lot of the headache that like a standalone you know, 50 seat restaurant would have. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So are you interested in eventually going to having a big place or are you really, really satisfied where you are? I mean, we're happy where we are. It's um, like reasonably priced and, you know, it's the the best for what we have going right now. But we'd like to have a brick and mortar uh, eventually. But I love how you guys are patient, though, because, like, I mean, the fact that you did the cookies for two years and then you moved on to this and then you have, you know, some more time to get that going. So it happens when it's supposed to happen. Right. (laughs) Right. right, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, We definitely don't want to rush it. What are some of your favorite foods? My go-to spot is um, I love Chipotle, and there's this place called A.W. Lynn. They do like this uh, this egg, eggplant dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's eggplant and like a basil sauce. That's like uh, yeah, that's my my favorite. Are there any foods that you really like now that you did not like before you were vegan? Like maybe eggplant, because that's my first thought when you said eggplant. I didn't really like eggplant before I was a vegan. Were there yeah, any I really, foods? I didn't really eat eggplant too much coming up. Like so, yeah, I guess that. that that would be uh, one, but like peanut butter. I didn't, I didn't like peanut butter coming off. What? Yeah, yeah. I know it's crazy, but yeah, I never, I never ate peanut butter. It's good. Yeah, I love it. I yeah, love it. isn't that crazy? How it's like all these foods, and I feel like with the eggplant thing, a lot of us probably didn't get exposed to it enough coming up. That's probably why we didn't really have exactly. an opinion of it. And it's foreign. Yeah, like, but I feel like a lot of us probably ate like the same six or seven vegetables and fruit coming up. Like, we didn't really eat. That's so real. Like, yeah. And then when you become vegan, it opens your whole world up. Like, hold up. This, what is this? I can do what with what? Yeah. So, yeah. I still haven't had that. Do you, are you a fan? That's that's something else we do. Uh, We do like this pulled jackfruit uh, barbecue sandwich. Pulled jackfruit. See, people told me that it's like, 
don't go into it expecting it to be like pulled pork. It's not the same texture. Is that true for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, we get it a, a great you know, to a great texture. Like a lot of people are like, "Yo, are you sure this didn't?" Oh wow! Okay, okay, yeah. that's awesome. Well, it was such a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for taking off your time because I know you're a little nervous, but you had no reason to be. This is just really awesome time. It's really good getting to know you. And before we go, can you tell us um, how we can reach you online okay. and all that good stuff? We're on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com backslash the veg LR. It's T H E V E G L R. Our uh, Instagram is at the LR. That's at L E V E G L R. Um, and we have a website. It's uh, theveglr.com. And yeah, we're downtown Little Rock. Thank you so much again for being on. And of course, if I'm ever in Little Rock, hopefully somebody invites me out to do something there and I'll have a reason to come out to Little Rock. We'll definitely come check you out. Me and the fam, come out and check yeah, you out. Do. Yes, do. and I'll put all your social media information so that you guys can reach Jamel and come to the restaurant. I'll put everything at brownvegan.com so that she can check it out. Thank you so much, Monique. It was a pleasure talking to you. 